Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute, where we visit Jurassic World one minute at a time. Release the Dogs of War. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we're discussing Minute 91 of Jurassic World. Before we get to that, David, heading over to JurassicWorldPedia.com. I'm not 100% sure if we uh, touched on the Owen Grady article here when we first met Owen. I think we mainly focused on his uh, Chris Pratt's IMDb and where we've seen him before. So if this is a repeat, apologies. But uh, there's a good long write-up here on... Uh, Owen Grady's history, his military history, uh, induction into the IBRIS program, and uh, and everything else. Yeah, but this article, we um, I think this may have been one of the ones that we revamped recently. We welcomed a couple new staff members to Jurassicpedia, uh, two people who both had worked with Jurassicpedia before, back when it was Jurassic Park Legacy. So we've been going through revamping articles expanding character articles stuff like that and so yeah this basically goes into a lot of his uh background that we don't really touch on in the in the movie itself but it gets implied through other sources like that he trained dolphins to plant mines on ships uh when he was in the navy and that's how he got into animal behavior study that he applied with the ibris project Hmm. Yep. And there's one good paragraph here that I want to uh, touch on too, related to what's happening here with the uh, the release of the animals in this air quotes field test. <laughs> um, Hoskins continued to push for a field test, which Owen opposed. Uh, his position was not just due to his baggage regarding military animals. Uh, he understood that the raptors were not domesticated by any means. They were likely mm-hmm. too intelligent to be uh, truly domesticated at all. If released into the wild, they could revert to their natural instincts and reject his authority. Uh, Barry mm-hmm. agreed with him on this, and so did Masrani, which is why uh, Grady's fears were mostly put at rest that uh, militarization of these animals wasn't going to happen. So, again, just the fact that Owen knows <laughs> these animals are smart, they, they're not just going to uh, listen to what he says, and if it could all go pear-shaped when they're let out, and suddenly they know they're free. Yeah, and incidentally, that's exactly what happens That when um, we see Blue go wild in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We see her not sort of really recognize Owen at first. She's just straight up about to attack him. 
And even like the little baited chicken leg that he throws at her just kind of bounces <laughs> off her snout, snout and she snarls at him. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really work out having them in the field for an or extended period of time because as you as the worry was, they go feral. Mm. They forget their training. It gets buried down deep in their intelligence as their in- instinct takes over, and they gotta hunt. They gotta eat. They gotta, you know. <laughs> oh, don't, don't bring that back up. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I wonder in a different world, and I suppose we'll touch on it again when we get to the scene with them and the Indominus. But if if they had completed their mission, brought the Indominus down. And the rest of the film was, oh crap! Now we've got four raptors on the loose. Or maybe you still take out Charlie with the rocket launcher. We got three raptors now. We're we uh, got to escape from. I wonder if that'd be too much of a rehash of Jurassic Park, or mm. if we needed needed the Indominus for that uh, mainstream end fight just to uh, end out the film. I think the Indominus does add a level of less copy paste to the series. And I think that having her actually adds to the new movies by giving us a different direction from what we're typically used to. Well, I suppose too, it, um, Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 all have the, the conclusion, or maybe not so the San Diego stuff in the Lost World, but your main sort of final escape is all involving raptors, so... So you head over to Jurassic-pedia.com for uh, this article and uh, many more. I've just seen they can respond to command. We need to take the research and get it on its feet. The wild animals, Hoskins, trust me, you don't want them in a field. Dave, we're going to get into Minute 91. Uh, yeah. All right. Minute 91 of Jurassic World opens with Zach finally being a big brother and ends with the raptors running free on the island. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Release the raptor. <laughs> Uh, as we continue, the boys uh, come together uh, into minute 91. Zach tells Gray uh, they'll always be brothers and uh, they'll always come back to one another no matter what. And they both repeat no matter what. And as the scenes ends, they sort of uh, just touch their foreheads. Not not going to cuddle or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's when we cut to Owen holding the... Uh, the Indominus flesh prop from earlier with the uh, tracker in it, which mm-hmm. how... Last time we've seen this was in uh, Hamada's hand and it got pulverised into the bottom of that stream. Who went back and retrieved it? Well, it's possible that he had dropped it at some point prior to actually biting the dust. And then they sent a team out to um, to retrieve the bodies so that they could um, have something to bury, you know? Or give the next of kin something to bury, I should say. I think when we discussed that minute, the um, that courageous last soldier with the pump-action shotgun was laying down cover fire on the Indominus so the injured people could get away from behind him. So we, I'm pretty sure we discussed that there were survivors of that ambush, even though the Indominus mm-hmm. would have taken that guy out and kept on <laughs> attacking. Um, so yeah, as you said, there probably would have been more more support sent out there to retrieve bodies and the injured. I'm just thinking if um, 
we knew then that Hoskins wanted the uh, the Raptors for this plan, so he would need something of the Indominus if he um, if he instructed ACU to to find any sort of trace of the Indominus that they could use, just just to mm-hmm. have it on just to have it on hand. Otherwise, I I don't know jack about tracking animal tracking and sense and that sort of thing i don't know if they could have just gone to paddock nine and with a shovel and got a, a shovel of a stool and used that or if it actually had to be part of a body i'm guessing it have to be part of a body for the raptors to pick the scent up yeah i think it's interesting that you still see a bit of flecks of blood on the uh hunk of flesh and you really shouldn't at this point that blood should have been long dried or coagulated you know <laughs> well it is the tropics we know the blood doesn't draw any humidity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i suppose that is true there is a history of that yeah but i wonder how much as you said it has been some time i wonder how much this actually smells in the indominus now and doesn't just smell like rotting meat <laughs> um <laughs> but i suppose we need when you see this, you know exactly where it comes from. It's a piece off the Indominus. It's still got that mm-hmm. tracker in it, so it, it's it's doing what it needs to do for the audience to know. Yeah, and the tracker's still going. I mean, you would think that, <laughs> the track, that the, somebody would have turned it off or something. <laughs> well, it is enclosed in plastic or glass, so maybe they can't can't turn it off. I mean, you could still. I mean, I imagine you could still like remove it from the flesh. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. Why is it still part of it? <laughs> We know earlier from the gyrosphere too that Owen had a tooth from or yeah tooth from the animal too, so maybe maybe mm. there's not enough scent on that to use. Yeah. We also don't know if he even kept the tooth, you know. Yeah, yeah, good point. Not like some other hunter we're going to find in the next film. <laughs> uh, he starts holding out the piece of flesh up to the raptor cages, and we can hear them snorting inside, getting getting the scent of the Indominus, um, and mm. as he's holding up the meat. Um, He's, uh, he's flicking that little clicker of his a few times too, telling the raptors exactly what uh, what he wants them to hunt. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. that's um that's some mighty uh, informative clicking that uh, <laughs> him just holding the meat up and clicking it mm-hmm. uh, means go hunt search. It's well, a- I think the uh, that's part of the exercise where the clicker indicates that this scent is the target. And it lets them know to track that scent, hmm. basically hide and seek, you know. And we've seen before the clicker is sort of like attention here, look, uh, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So he's he's getting the attention to to smell that, and it's probably just a shame we haven't seen what the scent drills have been in the past. Yeah. An addition I do like is you can see the raptor's breath mm. uh, puff out of the cage as they're sniffing and snorting. Yeah. Yep. One little issue i have obviously engine hoskins he knew he knew we said earlier that there was going to be an end game of these raptors actually being used in this sort of way so that's probably why Mm -hmm. foresight they've built four cage doors that they're able to open like racehorse stables (laughs) for uh the raptors (laughs) to come out it's you'd think why much like the indominus pen why would you have a big door that the animal can get out uh when that's probably what's Mm going to happen where here you've got uh, raptor-sized cage doors for the raptors to be able to escape or get out as well. But it's again, it's plot. <laughs> we need we need an area for them to be able to get out. Yeah. But that's when we cut to a monitor in the control room as Lauer is watching Owen walk in front of the cages. Uh, the screen he's looking at here is titled Paddock Control System, which first had me thinking that it was actually going to be Lowry that opened the the gates and not the uh, mm-hmm. 
the worker, but it is the worker that does it. The new the new uh, employee. So it's it's sort of weird. He's looking at the uh, these gates on that, and not the security cameras. But maybe there aren't any security cameras at the Raptor pen that you can access from the uh, control room anyway. And this is the only mm-hmm. way you can see. Because if you are going to open those doors, you want to be able to see what you're opening. Well, the fact that Hoskins is already back at the control room so quickly oh, kind, of, <laughs> kind of lends credence to the, or kind of adds further kind of, um, I'm not sure really what that word would be, but it's kind of, it adds to the fact that there really should not have been the time jump that we got earlier in the movie. And it really doesn't give an excuse for why that time jump happens. When we cut to the Raptor pen, we can't see the helicopter's not there. Mm-hmm. So as far as we know, the helicopter's out of the out of the equation. Hoskins been in the control room after he just said on the walkie-talkie, "What's the hold up? Let's go." <laughs> this, that would imply that Owen was with Blue for at least an hour, or like an hour or so, before the boys come over to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Well, that would also mean that maybe he had to walkie-talkie the helicopter to his position, and it yeah. had to get go there and then come back to the control room. So, yeah, I mean, that was done so quickly. So it doesn't give an excuse for why there is such a long time gap between the Tronodons escaping and them getting to the raptor paddock. Mm. And also, surely they would have had the camera equipment with monitors at the uh, at the raptor pen, at the, the briefing tent, and that... Oh, uh, Hoskins returning to the control room here. Is it just so he can get a soda and watch it on the big screen? <laughs> or, or is he actually hiding? Is he here for his own safety? Just in case, when they open those doors, the raptors go all nuts and start killing everyone. Well, we already know they don't like him, so... Yeah, yep. But yeah, he um, Hoskins bends over beside Larry and puts his hand on his shoulder and just says, awesome. <laughs> so he's oh, just twirling that mustache. <laughs> but we cut back to the raptor paddock as uh, all the vehicles start up. Uh, we get the engine security theme start the build here as well. As the mission's about to begin, uh, Owen and Barry are both on their bikes at the head of the convoy. Owen looks back at Barry, and he just nods his head slowly. Wrong choice of vehicle here for Barry, being on the quad bike, I feel. <laughs> it's Of all the vehicles, it's probably the one least likely to keep up with the convoy uh, once they get out and start following the raptors, but plus being exposed like that is going to cause a problem later on in the film for Barry. <laughs> but Owen puts his bike in gear and takes the big deep breath, then nods to the the new guy standing up on the catwalk. We get an alarm start to sound as we watch the new guy jam down on that remote control and the uh, gates open and the horses are away. <laughs> and they're off, and here comes Charlie coming around the bend, and she's headed up by uh, Echo, and it's Delta uh, <laughs> coming up strong behind. <laughs> yeah. they, um, they sprint out of those open doors, uh, something they've never done before, but now act like they've done it all the time. And as the minute ends... The raptors run away from the enclosure and enter the jungle as one. Which, again, how is this a good plan and how how do they expect to keep up with them in vehicles? Um... (laughs) This is probably one of the sequences, and we'll get to this more as we discuss this next minute here, 
about how just the camera, the vehicles, everything about this chase, this run sequence is what I call bad modern cinema. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how... I suppose we'll talk to when we get there. I don't know really how you'd improve improve on what, what they need to accomplish here. I hate people com- comparing it to what we get in The Lost World with Sarah and uh, Kelly chasing the raptors on the, on the motorcycle. It's... It's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like. It's yeah. No. But uh, well, I mean, first of all, that happens out in an open field. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get to that when we get to the uh, the poster shot. <laughs> um, anything else on that before we get to novel comparisons? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right. Uh, while Owen's walking around the cages, holding out the meat, uh, he whispers to the raptors, "Don't embarrass me." <laughs> Which um, again. Not too sure what's going to happen when those doors open. Uh, Owen fasts and say, uh, night vision camera to the handlebars of his vintage bike and revs the engine. That's a bad idea. Um, anyone that's put cameras, hard-mounted cameras, to BMX handlebars, motorbike handlebars, no, that's a very shaky sh- camera. And you're not going to see a lot <laughs> a lot from it. And as far as I know, they didn't have GoPro... Or no, they would have... No, wait, never mind. This is 19... I'm sorry, this is 2015. They definitely had GoPro back then. So it might have been something like that where the GoPro has a built-in gyrosphere that stabilizes the camera. Yeah, well, you do have you do have them sort of gimbal um, stabilizers now. Or even back then you had them as well, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't see him do that in the novel... In the film, I'm just trying to think later when we get all the... Uh, all the camera shots on the screens, if there's actually one on the front of Owen's bike or not, we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, everyone leaves the area after the Raptors, including Claire in the Unimog, um, which we mentioned earlier. But in the film, we know they stay there until all hell breaks loose. So I, I don't know why Claire would follow in the Unimog. <laughs> She's supposed to be keeping the kids safe and going out on that mission. is definitely not keeping them safe, no matter how, uh, how locked up in the back of that Unimog they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, that's it for 91. Um, we are on the cusp of uh, this mission, and it's not going to go well for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can't wait until we t- start talking about that in the next minutes. Dave, if that's it, we'll get out of here for the day. All right. All right.